0: Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Your faithfulness to the house of God, appreciate everyone that's made food and Brother Mike that just keeps bringing us food, and we just keep getting it, getting. It. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you,. We'll, we'll be eating for days to come. We appreciate that. If you have your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 10. I'm going to start there tonight. Feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I feel a special touch of God. I feel, I feel like something good is going to happen. Amen. Luke chapter 10 and verse 38 now it it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house she had a sister called Mary which also sat at Jesus feet and heard his word but Martha was cumbered about, much serving, and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, that she help me, or make her help me. And Jesus answered unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. One thing is needful, but, and Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. If you'll, if you'll allow me tonight, if you'll, if you'll help me for a little bit, we help me for a little bit? I, I want to preach to you on, on this simple, simple title, The Goodness of the Lord. The Goodness of the Lord. Goodness of the Lord. I believe the Lord is good. Believe the Lord is good. Why don't we lift our hands, and why don't we just pray that God would help us right now? Lord, I love you. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Touch my heart. Touch my God, Lord, we need you. Lord, we'll give you the glory for everything that you do. We give you the glory for every life that you touch, God. We give you honor so we believe you're good. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. If you feel like something good's going to happen, why don't you clap your hands, lift your voice, and love the Lord right now. Come on, why don't we lift our voice to the Lord right now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, we can do better than that. Why don't we lift up our voice to the Lord and say hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. 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 We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Shake your neighbor's hand if you got one as you're seated. You got one tonight. Tell them you're happy to see him in the house of the Lord. You better better not get too comfortable, all right? I'm I believe tonight that the Lord is good. In fact, my only goals tonight is to convince you that the Lord is good. So you better get on board quick, okay? Or I'm going to have to keep at this for a little while. But I just want to tell you that I believe that the Lord is good. The Word of God says that good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, will He teach sinners in the way. Psalms 105 says, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and His truth endureth to all. Psalms 106 tells us, praise ye the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Psalms 107 says, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. I don't know about you, but the Bible is pretty convinced that the Lord is good, so I'm pretty convinced that the Lord is good. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, who he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Yes. Psalms 118 29, oh give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Psalms 136 and 1, oh give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Psalms 145 and 9. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all of his work. Can I tell you tonight that the Lord is good? If you believe God's good, why don't you give him praise? Hallelujah, hallelujah. I believe that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. Time and time again in the Bible, it uses the term or the adjective to describe God. It uses the term good. to wonder why would it use the term good Mason there's a lot of Hebrew words that you can use there's a lot of Greek words that you can use but they always kept using the same word that is defined as good I begin to think about the word good it's over and over in there and when I think of the word good in our modern day language and what we do good just means eh how was the show it was good Ah. So, so you went camping. How was it? it? It was good for me, not for anybody. Else. It was good. It was good. We we ascribe the adjective "good" to things that aren't great. Into things that aren't magnificent, the things that aren't amazing. So we just say it was good. But I thought about it. In the Bible, it, had, it has the terminology. And the men of that day had the vocabulary to say the Lord is magnificent or the Lord is amazing. It had a lot of different vocabulary they could have used. But for some reason, they just kept using that just plain old adjective, good. They just kept using that same old adjective he's good he's good he's good his mercy's good uh, and, and and if we are not careful we could get sucked into the idea that when it says the Lord is good over and over again we just think they're saying oh the Lord's good yeah. uh, right, right, right. Uh, he's all right so i I, I just I, I was just thinking about it I was just uh, wondered and I, I you know I, all the the elevator doesn't go to the top floor. And, and I just thought, I wonder, I wonder if I would just look up the word good in our own dictionary. I didn't use the Hebrew-Greek lexicon. And I thought it was funny. When I was back there in your office, I saw that, old, that white Strong's Concordance. And I started to laugh to myself because I remember on, was it my 18th or 16th birthday, a man in the church bought me a Bible and he bought me that same. And I thought, what in the world is this? I had no idea what it can, I had no clue what this guy just got me. And then he had to explain it to me. He said, You know, you look up a word, it tells you. I didn't know. So I kind of got a kick out of that. But I didn't use that book tonight. I just used the regular old English dictionary. And I just wanted to see if maybe good lined up and matched my God. So the first definition that I came to. In the word good Is morally excellent Virtuous Righteous And pious And I thought That sounds like my God That sounds like the good God that I serve. He is morally excellent. He is virtuous. He is righteous. He is pious. That is my God. But but it wasn't finished there. It just kept going on the word good. I didn't look up another word. I just kept scrolling and looking at the same word. And then the next definition said satisfactory in quality, quality, or degree. Satisfactory. Can I just preach to you for a little bit? I I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel like telling somebody that the Lord is good because He's always going to be enough for you. He'll always do it right. He'll always be to the degree that you need Him to be. My God is good. My God is good. Uh Aha. But it wasn't done yet, Bishop, it said of high quality, excellent, right, proper, and fit, kind, beneficent, friendly, honorable, or worthy, in good standing. I I started thinking maybe they were right when they started putting the word good, and then it said educated and refined, financially sound, or safe. Can I tell you, God's always a good bet. I wish someone would help me for a minute. I I feel the Holy Ghost God is finite. He is good, which means whatever you put in him, he's going to keep it safe and sound. And then I went to the next definition because it just was too good to quit. It says genuine and not counterfeit. My God is the real thing. Can you... I wish someone would help me for a minute. Let me just go through a few of these. Sound, invalid, reliable, dependable, responsible, healthful, beneficial, in excellent condition. My God is good. My God is good. He's not dead, but he's alive and well, and he's good. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm not telling you what the Bible says. I'm just telling you what the world says about good. good. He is good. He is good. He is good. I didn't stop there. He just kept going. You know what the next definition was? Not spoiled or tainted. Edible. And I thought, I'll oh, take and see that the Lord is good. Oh, t- I'm telling you, if you try him, he's gonna work for you. If you try him, it will be good. If you try him, it'll be good. Uh-huh. Favorable, cheerful, optimistic, amiable, agreeant, agreeable, pleasant, attractive, handsome, handsome, smooth, and free of blemish, sufficient, sufficient and ample, satisfactory for the purpose. I don't think you caught it yet. The Lord is good. I don't think you're, ca- the Lord is good, competent, and skillful, skillfully or expertly done, remaining available to one full or fairly large, fertile, rich, and loyal. My God is good. My God is good. My God is good. Why do they use the term good? Because it's an all-encompassing term. It means whatever you need him for, he can be good for that purpose. He can be good for you wherever you need him to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wish we'd praise that good God for just a minute I I wish we'd magnify him For his goodness, for his mercy Hallelujah If I were to take a poll tonight To put out some numbers If I were to hand everybody a piece of paper with a yes or a no on it where you could check mark it, I'm sure that 100% would write yes and say they believe God was good. I believe it would not be a question of whether God was good or not. I do not believe it would be a question. We would all say God is good. We would all say that God is a good God. But that is not the question we all believe and know that God is good. The real question is whether he's going to be good to you or not. Because we'll all believe that God is good. We'll just put it on to the next person and say God's good to them. But he wouldn't be that good to me. God's good to them. You see, the question is, when we get into hardships and we get into situations, we question the goodness of God. But we don't question his goodness concerning everybody else. We just question it concerning us. I know he'll be good to them because... They got a better prayer life than me, but, but, but I wonder if he'll be good to me. I wonder. I wonder. And then we begin to ask the question if he is so good, then why does a good God allow bad things to happen? But let me tell you that the nature of God is good and it's upright. And the thought of God to man was good. When he put them into the garden, he put them into a place of beauty and perfection. And when he finished it, he said, it is good. He put them in a place where they would live forever. There would be no death. There would be no work. Be no rain, no storm, no tornado, no hurricane. There would be nothing bad. It would be peace. That was the plan of God. God's plan for us is always good. Always But when God made man, in order to align with his own goodness, he has to give man a choice of how they feel about him. If he made you worship him, he wouldn't be a good God. If he forced you to do it, it would go against his goodness. So what he does is he puts man in the garden that's good and he puts man in a situation that's good. And then he lays before man a choice. Now you get to choose whether you want my goodness or whether you don't. hmm And Adam and Eve are tricked into believing that God is not as good as he said he was. And that's the issue because we can believe that God is good, but the enemy will convince us that he's good to others, but he's not good to us. But the truth of the matter is that the goodness of God is a choice. I'm going to prove it to you. I'm taking my time because I'm already sweaty and I ain't preached for very long. You guys didn't shout very much in the beginning, so I figure I'm going to take my time. We'll get there. We'll get there. I just want you to understand that above every promise, above every good thing of God, there's a big if. For he tells Saul, Saul. I will establish your kingdom forever. I will establish you, and you will have a name on the throne if you keep my commandments, if you will do what I ask you to do. You understand that in everything, God has an if. So in our life, we always have a choice. In our life, we always have a choice. In our life, we always have a choice. I will establish you forever if. I want to send you revival but if my people who are called by my name there is an if there there is always a choice there is always a choice I just want to get that in your mind tonight because before we leave this service God is going to give us a choice I don't know about you but I've come to, to, to talk to you and I've come with a mission in my spirit that before I leave this place I've made up my mind that if God is good and I believe that he is that if he is good then I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord before I walk out of this building I'm going to experience the goodness of God before I leave you want to know what God's waiting on he's waiting on somebody that will let him be good to them that will say I choose the goodness of God I'm going to say yes to what God has for me Hey, you can sit there all day, but if you don't choose the goodness of God, then he don't have to do anything for you. But I want to experience it. I want to feel it. I want to know his goodness. I want to know his goodness. Let's lift our hands and pray right now. Something is going to break in the spirit tonight. Something is going to happen in this place. God has already begun to move. We are going to experience the goodness of God. We're going to experience the glory of God if we so choose to. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I feel the power of God. (laughs) The Bible tells us that Jesus goes to the house of Martha. In fact, the Bible says that Martha receives him into her house. Martha says, Come on in, Jesus. Come on in. And we we want you here we want you to be a part of everything that's going on come on in they welcome him you understand that what has happened tonight in this service is that we have welcomed the lord because the bible says where two or three will agree as to touching where two or three are gathered he's going to be there in the midst we have welcomed him into the house when we come in here and we begin to worship and feel the presence of god it was a witness that God is in this place that god has been welcomed with our praise but I want you to understand that martha welcomed him, but once he was there, she left. She welcomed him. She said, Come on into my house, Jesus. Have a seat, Jesus. And then she said, Sit there. I got other things to worry about. I got some other things I want to do. And at that point, it became a choice to Martha what she wanted from Jesus. Oh, can I just say it, I feel it. You see, what happens is when we're praying and when this music's going and we're worshiping, it's great. But we're like, Martha, let's receive them. But then we don't want to sit down and hear the word. When the word comes, we're going to shut down. When the word comes, we're going to turn it off. We're just going to settle in and have a nice, calm service. We're going to settle in. Everything's going to be okay. We're going to settle in. It's going to be all right. But if you would turn it on right now, if you would turn on your ears, the Bible said that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I believe there could be an explosion of faith in this building. I believe that if we'd say, God, I'm not leaving until I experience, until I touch you, until I know you, until I can see your God. Goodness. Hallelujah. 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 The Bible says that Martha is cumbered about you. Understand Jesus could be in your house, but your mind can be everywhere else. Because some of you right now are thinking about boy, oh boy, I I wish you'd hurry up. I got a pot roast I got to get ready for tomorrow. And I got this to do, and the grass is going to need cut, and we're going to have to get everything. And we're, he said, you are. Cumbered about and careful and troubled about many things you are too troubled and you can't ever get your focus on me And I want to do something for you and I want to move for you, but you've chosen to think about other things You've chosen to put your mind on other things that you're worried about Well, I hope that it gets ready and we get out and this happens and I got a taxi to catch and I I don't know what's going on in your life All I know is that Jesus is in this place and he's wondering who's going to sit at my feet and choose the good part Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel like preaching for a few minutes because Jesus said Mary has chosen the good part and nobody can take that from her. Tomorrow my house might burn down. Tomorrow my lawn might be gone. Tomorrow I might not have a job. But if I can choose the goodness of the Lord, he's going to be there through everything. He's going to be there through everything. I wish choose the goodness of the Lord right now. I wish somebody would choose the goodness of the Lord. If I could be healed, I want to be healed. If I could be touched, I want to be touched. I want to touch the hem of his garment. I want to experience his goodness. I want to experience his goodness. I want to experience his goodness. It is the choice that you must make. My God, God can move all over this place. And I've seen people sit there and twiddle their thumbs like nothing was happening cuz you're too busy and too cumbered about. But I want to feel the goodness of God. Hallelujah. Ha ha ha. Yeah, why don't we pray right now in the Holy Ghost? God's breaking something in this place. <laughs> I didn't think God would do it for me. He'll do it for you as soon as you get up and do it for Him. He'll do it for you as soon as you decide you're going to stand for Him. He'll do it for you as soon as you choose the good part. And as soon as you choose the good part. Hear me The Bible tells me That Basha the king of Israel Has set himself in Ramah against Asa the king of Judah The Bible says that Asa had a good heart That he was perfect before the Lord But the Bible says that when Basha comes against him that he rips all of the gold out of the treasury of the house of God. He takes all the silver out of the house of God, and he pays Benadad, king of Samaria, to come and to break that league with Baasha and to be on his side. And he will. And if you do that, he won't lay siege to the city. When he rips everything out of the treasury and out of the house of God and he pays this Syrian king, the anger of the Lord is kindled and the Lord sends a prophet to him and he says, Don't you remember? Do you not remember how I delivered you from the Ethiopians? Don't you remember how I delivered you from the Lubams? Don't you remember? It was a great host and you have forgotten that I am a deliverer. And in that forgetting, Asa made a choice to go another route other than God. He made a choice to turn his himself from the Lord and to go another route. I've just come tonight to call to somebody's remembrance that God had been good to you yesterday and God had been good to you last week. And you might not feel well today, but you gotta remember that God was the one that healed you yesterday. That God was the one that touched you before. And you've got a choice to make. Am I going to look to God or am I gonna look into my own treasury? And a statement is made by God. And God said, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro, looking throughout the whole earth, because I want to show you how strong I am. It's not a God issue. (laughs) It's not a God issue. God said, I'm looking everywhere to find somebody that I can show how strong I really am. Now, now, when, 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 when the seer or the prophet told Asa this, he got wroth and he threw him in prison. So after this little sit, don't get mad and throw me in jail, okay? But I just want to let you know that God, his want and his desire is to heal you more than you want to be healed. God wants to save your family more than you want them to be saved. God wants to give us revival more than we want revival. God wants to give us a breakthrough more than we want a breakthrough. Well, well, do you, I don't really believe that. Well, let me just tell you, when was the last time that you took a cat of nine tails and stripes for someone else's healing? He wanted you healed so much that he took the stripes on his back. He wanted your mind to be touched so much that he took a crown of thorns on his head and we can't even get out of our seat and come to an altar. I'm telling you, he wants to touch you more than you want to be touched. Oh, somebody help me. He took the nails to secure our salvation. He birthed the church out of his side so that he could give us revival. Let me tell you, the devil's lying. God wants to heal you. God wants to touch you. God wants to deliver you. God wants to do it more than you think he does. Throw up your hands right now. I curse doubt. I curse fear. I curse every lie from hell. I release faith in this place. God wants to do it. God wants to give us revival. God wants to heal everybody tonight. In fact, God's looking for somebody that'll say, do it. I wish someone would shout, do it, Lord. If you want to do it, do it in me. If you want to do it, do it in this church. If you want to do it, do it in my heart. Do it, God, do it. I'll tell you when he'll do it He'll do it when we quit looking for other options Like that woman with the issue of blood We want to spend all we have We want to try all the physicians And then we want to make Jesus our last resort Well she had an issue for 12 years That was before Jesus started ministering. I understand. (laughs) But I bet you for two and a half of them, he was there. (laughs) Uh, She suffered for 12 years. Well, Jesus, at this time, Jesus had already ministered. He'd already been baptized by John in the Jordan. He'd already had 40 days in the wilderness where he overcome temptation. He'd already spoken in the temple. He'd already healed a leper and she was just sitting at home. He'd already made the Pharisees mad and cast out a devil. He'd healed Simon's mother in the bed and she was just sitting at home. She was visiting another doctor to see what he had to say about it. And there was a healer there. Then he filled the ships with the fish because he told them to cast their net again. Then he called the 12 disciples and he healed the man of the palsy and he made the Pharisees Pharisee's mad again and she's just still sitting there in her house being sick and are you getting the picture right now he healed the multitude of Tyre and Sidon he cast out more devils but she's still sitting there waiting on him and wondering where my next option is going to be and spending more of her money going to the next doctor and wondering about it and then Luke 6 and 19 says he healed a whole multitude who sought to touch him and virtue went out of him and healed him the same miracle that he does for her later he's already doing it but she's just sitting around saying, I got other options. I've got other options. And then he teaches the Sermon on the Mount, and then he goes to Capernaum, and he heals a centurion's servant, but she's still sitting there. And then a coffin goes by. He reaches out and touches it, raises the woman's daughter to life, but she's still sitting there. Are you getting the hint right now? Then he raises the widow's daughter to life. And then he answers John the Baptist and qualifies his own anointing, but she's still sitting there. And then Mary comes and anoints his feet with an alabaster box of oil, but she's still sitting there. Come on. Then he falls asleep on the ship, and as the storm comes, he wakes up and calms it, but she's still sitting there, spending all she has because she has other options. <laughs> Can I just preach to you what I feel right now? And the first night of revival comes, and we just sit there. And God moves, and we just sit there. And the second night comes, and we just sit there. And then the song starts, and we just sit there. And then the third night comes, and we just sit there. All the while, wondering, wonder, God, when are you going to do something? Let me tell you, God has already done something. God has already moved. When are you going to get up and realize that he wants to do it for you too? hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, you know what? We're dealing with an issue and God's saying I'm healing everybody. When are you gonna choose my goodness? Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wonder how many miracles we missed while we were sitting there, how many altar calls we couldn't come to because we're sitting there and then we go home and we blame God and say God just doesn't like me. God just doesn't want to heal me. No, God's waiting for you to get up. God's waiting for you, and he said, if you gotta spend all that you have, then that's probably what you'll end up doing, because I'm a last resort. And if you gotta go to every position and get a bad report, that's probably what you end up doing, because I'm always your last resort. But the Lord said, I'll still be here waiting on you. And when you reach out and touch the hem of my garment, I'll still let virtue flow out. I'm just wondering tonight, if there's anybody that said, I've tried everything, I just wanna see if God will be good to me. Well, I don't have a hem to touch. The Bible said that his train fills the whole temple. All you got to do is reach out and grab him. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, somebody reach out. Somebody reach out. Somebody reach out to God. I feel it, 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 I feel it right now. I feel the touch of God. I feel a healing touch of the Lord in this place. I feel like God's ready to do what you've asked him to do if you will just step out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray right now. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray until God. Come on. Come on. Come on. Throw up your hands. Say, God, if you're going to be good to anybody, be good to me tonight. God, if you're going to bless anybody, I want a blessing tonight. God, if you're going to touch anybody, I want you to touch me tonight and I'll do whatever I can do to get your attention. I'll do whatever I can do to get your attention. I'll do whatever I can do to get your attention. God, I need you. Aha. Hallelujah! 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 Yes, yes! Yes, I feel the presence of God. Somebody, do what you can do. <laughs> Hallelujah! Somebody, He wants to be good to you. He wants to be good to you. He wants to touch you. He wants to heal you. He wants to do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna experience the goodness of God. Before I leave this place, I'm gonna let God be good to me. Before I leave this place, I'm gonna feel the touch of the Holy Ghost. Before I leave this place, I'm gonna have a break in the spirit before I leave this place. I'm gonna let the hand of God touch me before I leave this place. I will experience the goodness of God. That's it, let's pray, let's pray. I'm done whenever you're ready. You could play or pray. I don't matter to me. I, I'm done. I... Come on. Oh, God, if you're going to be good to somebody, be good to me. Come on going to be good to somebody be good to me come on it's not business as usual somebody's got to reach for him somebody's got to reach for him somebody's got to reach for him the Bible tells us (laughs) oh yes God oh yes God it's happening tonight there will be healings there will be a touch of God God will push back depression God will begin to let revival break forth God will begin to heal sickness God will begin to heal disease if we will reach for him Don't you miss it? Don't you miss it? Don't you miss it? Don't you miss it? The presence of God is here right now. You gotta tear the roof off. Tear the roof off. Somebody's got to do something out of the ordinary tonight. I want you to keep playing, keep playing, keep playing. Come on, we're gonna reach through this. What part are you choosing? Are you choosing the part of fear? Are you choosing the part of sitting down or intimidation? I wanna choose the good part. I wanna see the blessing of God. Hallelujah. Come on, we're praying right now. We're praying until this altar call turns into more than just another night. But I'm telling you, God wants a breakthrough. God wants to renew. God wants to do it. You better get desperate. You better get desperate. You better get desperate tonight. You need to cry out. If you haven't reached for God, you need to reach. If you haven't danced in a while, maybe you need to dance. I'll do what I can do to get your attention. I'll do what I can do, God. If you're going to be good to anybody. You're going to be good to me. If you're going to be good to anybody, you're going to be good to me. If you're going to be good to anybody tonight, I'm right here, God. I'm right here, God. I wish you'd throw up your hands and say, I'm right here, God. Be good to me.